Welcome back to the Jew Rogaine Experience. Today, I have uh, Brad Stoll as my guest on the show. How are you doing, Brad? Thanks, man. Thanks for coming. Uh, I told Brad before the show I will not be out-hatted. I feel like that hat is going to grow as the podcast goes. It's going to just forrell itself it, it might. It into might. the universe. It, it, listen, if anything happens with your hat, something's happening with my <laughs> hat. I'm telling you. Uh, if there's one rule on this show, it's that I wear the best hat. I stole mine from Paddington. I think you might be the first guest to have a hat on the show. Wow. That, well, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I have a hat on I every mean, show. You know. I'll take it, dude. All right. So uh, I wanted to... Well, I didn't want to have you on, but you asked me a lot about being on... No, no. <laughs> You kept haranguing me about being on the show, so I'm Just having I'm having you on. Uh, <laughs> so you'll shut the fuck <laughs> up already. <laughs> Much easier than putting you on a show. Nobody wants to do. Yeah, this. nobody wants to do a podcast. They're like, "Can I do your show?" I'm like, "I'll put you on my fucking podcast that nobody listens to." Hey man, but you know, the views could roll in. There's Just- stakes. There's stakes on the shows. No, there aren't. I there think there's there. more stakes on a podcast. There's maybe more stakes on the podcast. I don't know. I've released 12 episodes over the course of one year. Really? Yeah. And, you know, that's like someone might be like, all right, so you released one a month. No, I released four, four <laughs> weeks in a row right at the very <laughs> just beginning. Kept and then slowly it was like, yeah, a couple months go by. Like, oh, and people online are like, oh, he's still doing this? Oh, God. He's still doing I, this First of all, I've, I've told a couple of people that I was that I was doing a podcast because like, they're like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got a podcast. They're like, what is it called? And I go, the Jew, the Jew Rogaine experience. They go, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So It's clever as hell. It's- listen, listen, I hate podcasts in general. Um, you do well, no, but but I don't listen to them, and 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 what well, I have, well, they, they could be tired. I get. What, I get would I have a podcast if I didn't feel immense societal pressure? Society being the society, the league of comedians we live amongst. Uh, if I didn't feel the immense societal pressure to have a podcast, absolutely not. But once you have such a great name like the Jew Rogaine Experience, I mean, it you, sells it's, it's, it's it's nearly identical to the logo. It's oh, I designed it after the logo. It's oh, of course, the Jewish no. Stars. You can't quite tell how bald I am from the photo because it was like it was a good photo. Dude, of me. just fucking shave it off, man. No, I got I got my like. Okay, so here's 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 the thing with the hair. Oh God, here we here's go. The, There's here, always a fucking story for why you're holding on to whatever it is. Well, continue. Good enough, I, good I have maybe my best bit is about losing my hair. Oh, Josh. So it's like I lose... Josh, move on. No, dude. you don't understand. I need to record a special where I shed the bit and then I can shed can, the Can hair. I recommend something? As a part of your special, when you say goodnight, everybody, and you sit in a barber oh, chair oh, and then they oh. shave your head. Maybe that might actually That's be... Fucking, that might be... No one's good, done that. That might be a cool ending. Yeah, no. We're going to cut that out because we don't want anyone to take that. No, leave it and no one's going to listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... That that's that's not a bad idea. But I often this doesn't scream. I don't care about podcasts. This screams a setup. I've been yeah, on yeah. many podcasts that take it really seriously that don't do this. Yeah. Well, also my roommate did this to practice guitar in the room. And, and I, I, I what, like, what did he do? Four weeks in a row, and yeah, then did it once once yeah, a month yeah, after yeah. that. You're, you don't get good enough fast <laughs> enough at these things. I played 13, 13 years of piano lessons during the pandemic. I was like, let me get good again. Mm-hmm. I did like five months of practicing every day. I didn't get good and I didn't get enough better in those five months really? to continue doing it. I was like, fuck this. Do you, but do you play at your show? At your piano? Day? Yeah. 
Uh, I have some comedy songs. I've never like released. No, I just meant in general. Do you play it? You're like because you do the jazz show. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I do play jazz piano. That is the piano I play. That's sick. But uh, I don't. Uh, I don't play them. I have at least I haven't yet. There's no piano on stage. Oh, no. Maybe okay. I would if there were. I love showing off. I mean, it is a big. It is a big thing of me. I mean, again, it's it's two elements that I feel like go together. People don't talk about how jazz but and comedy are very similar. Two th- two things I wanted to I wanted to bring up just just based off what we were just talking about. Sure. I often think, you know, how like I won't shave my head because I don't want to lose the material. Sure. I often think, you know, there are those comedians out there who do so much like oh, I fucking hate my wife material or that's oh, your my, that's your- my husband's such a scum sucking <laughs> fuck and like they're like but they stay with them. Are you? Are are you, are you in the 90s? Because that's, that's their whole, that's all they that's have. That's their whole shtick, yeah. That's all they have. So if they lose their wife or if they lose their husband, their act is gone. So like, I got to stay in this. I honestly feel I like Rich Voss's act will get stronger when he gets divorced. I got to stay in this miserable <laughs> marriage. Sure. Because otherwise I have no career. <laughs> I, I think it's the beginning of I the wonder, end. I wonder if like, I, be, I mean, I bet, I bet there's, because Every comedian gets divorced. And I wonder, (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, I wonder, like, if in some of those, like, divorce trials, if, like, they sue for, like, and they pull defamation, my fucking piece of shit, (laughs) wife, scum fucks, cunt. She's such a cunt. And then they go home, hey, baby, how are you? How was your day? And you just to, she's like the sweetest uh, woman ever. Nobody laughed at my jokes tonight. <laughs> oh, poor, poor, uh, poor Keep husband. calling me a cunt. It'll make things better. That, it, you, that, yeah, <laughs> that, that miserable that, whore. That leech sucking. <laughs> that lecherous. Career crashing. <laughs> that le- it's too much fun to say this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm ruined. I'm ruined. This is, this is And you don't be, have a wife. I, yeah, I'm going to get on SNL one day and they're going to be like look at him saying all these words terrible things about his wife and i'm gonna have to apologize i don't have a wife but um the other thought i had was i was saying like that uh our society i often think about how like like what a formal name by the way to call our our society like like we're a skull and bones of fucking alcoholics well, here's the thing. I mean, like, there are so many fucking comedians in Los Angeles. So many comedians that I think of at the end of John Wick 2. You've seen John Wick. You look like someone who's who probably seen John, been ki- or, or, or someone who, someone got somebody, killed and get killed in John Wick. You look like someone who has advanced tickets to John Wick 4. <laughs> I've actually never seen a John Wick. What? I know what it's about. But okay, like, well, at the end of John Wick, at the end of John Wick 2, there's a scene where Al Swearinger, uh, Ian McShane, his name's not Al Swearinger in the movie that's his name in Deadwood but I th- always think of yeah, Al think of, yeah, yeah. he like runs the John Wick assassins hotel and uh, he hit like John Wick's like committed a huge offense against the League of Extraordinary Assassins sure and uh, <laughs> and he's like and he like is in Central Park and he snaps his fingers Swearinger and everyone in Central Park freezes and it's supposed to like let John know that like Everyone around him's an assassin. And like that's such, that's like, like that's so the Matrix. Yeah, but also it's if like you did that in Los Angeles. If I snap my fingers and every comedian froze, it, it, same, like, you could just part of scene. Thing, you, you could same get through traffic. Thing would happen. It would be the identical. <laughs> It'd be like fucking the beginning of uh, Walking Dead, where they're walking through like all the cars that are piled up on the highway. If you pressed a button and like every comedian in Los Angeles was immediately sent back to wherever they came from. 
LA I, would have LA would have the smoothest traffic in all of the country. But I think the requirement is you had to at least gone to one open mic, so you'd get rid of a lot of actors too. Yeah, a well, lot of yeah. like my agent told but, me to go but here. Also, and then, also the actors that go to one open mic call themselves a comedian. Correct, but they, <laughs> and, and, and that's all of them, I think, because it has to be in their list of their longest business card ever made. Yeah, 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 yeah. An yeah. actor, comedian, writer, director, producer. I know I'm trying to make Gaffer, I'm try, grip. I'm, try, I'm trying to start getting acting work. I like uh mm-hmm. for a long time I was like, I don't know what I'm even castable as in mm. Oh, I've got a couple in my head. Um and, well what happened was I finally I got asked to be an extra in a commercial for an Orthodox Jewish oh my God, company yeah. and uh the the people that ran Was it for B and H photo and no, video? No, 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 no. But the people that were like in charge of the company mm. went up to the director and said we kind of like his look more than the guy we hired to be the lead. And I got tur- I got switched to being the lead. So you got a bump. Yeah. So what I've learned is orth- distressed Orthodox Jewish father. I, That's my... And then they add the curls too, right? I didn't have any curls. Well, no curls. No, but like I... Did they give you a I sweaty like, white shirt and black? Sw- I had payas. I had the sweaty white unbuttoned little shirt. A little bit of yellow out, sweat stain. Oversized, oversized jacket. They always have sweat stains because y- they never, they never wash their shirts. on my balding head. And I think the not... Listen, the not shaving my head helped. Well... Just know that one joke shouldn't keep you from shaving your head. No, it's a whole bit. It's an excellent bit. Is it it's, five minutes? Yeah, it's five full minutes. Okay, well, fair enough. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you're like, I can't. You're like five minutes. That's Jeez, a lot like, on being my, bald. I grow, I grow my hair back for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, honestly. I already wear the hats. You're bald, but you wear the hat. I, I wear the hat. This for, so okay. So I'll give you the origin of this hat, particularly this style of hat. Because I once I went bald. I mean, I wore beanies because I lived in New York. Because like you know, it gets fucking your cold. Style, the virgin hats. You're you're going like full. Like listen, you're pulling it off. But but I must say, like if if I were to if I were to like be writing a character in a screenplay, and I was like, and I was like. Brad, he's a virgin. He wears fedoras, Hawaiian shirts, and he has a goatee. <laughs> no one would question any piece of that description. Yeah, but like <laughs> what I look like with all those things, no, you, you, not you, virgin looking. You work it. You work yeah. it. You work I'm it. I'm just trying to take it back from them. I'm trying to make it cool for but, them. But... <laughs> But if I, I wrote, hate myself for saying wrote, that, by the way. If I wrote that description, oh no, hundred percent, everyone be like, absolutely. But I have oh to be God, like, nailed it, nailed it. It'd be like, I it smells like Red Bull, has a pack of Twizzlers in his back pocket. You have to add those smells details. Smells like too much cologne. Too much cologne. <laughs> he smells. Brad, he Brad, smells like Glendale. Um, Brad doesn't smell like too much cologne, but if you are watching the podcast, he looks like he oh, smells I totally like do. too much cologne. So okay, so I was out with my dad and my. Uh, my mom's gonna listen to this. My stepmom, uh, she doesn't like that I say that. Um, whatever, <laughs> who cares? Uh, anyways, how, that's, wait, how long has she been your stepmom? Oh, technically, like I guess nine years, but we only have. Well, I mean, my parents haven't like my dad and that side haven't spoken like a couple of years, so we re- reconnected very recently. So you know, everything's cool. But um, they took me out. They came to visit L.A. and we went. You know, we did a little. We did a little of the the shopping. Be like, do you need anything? And it's like. Not really, but I will. And we're walking around H and M. That's one of my favorite places. And I saw the hat, H&M and I joke, I jokingly threw it on. I go, "What do you guys think?" And they just go, oh, "That honestly kind of looks good." I was like, "Wait, really?" They're like, "Yeah, you want it?" And it was nineteen dollars, and I'm like, "All right." I mean, I'm not paying for it. Fuck it, let me try it. And I they're put like, it this, on. They're like, "This will keep him from having a kid he can't afford." <laughs> 
Yeah, you act like this is the only thing that's keeping me from having a kid I can't afford. Um, no, I uh, and then I just did, and I think the 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 compliments kind of flew in, and I was like, I don't think I'm getting rid of this thing anytime I, I soon. I have a theory about compliments on clothing too. I okay, think, I think I think that a lot of time when people. And again, I, I want to stress that I'm not actually trashing your look. I'm just theoretically trashing your well, look. Well, the fact that you look like T-Pain's fucking stand-in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who am I to... Or maybe T-Pain's accountant. Let's, let's, that's more or less accurate. Hey, hey, mystery of the mystery method would really compliment <laughs> this. Uh... Oh, are you actually... Oh, no, I was going to ask you, are you auditioning for the pickup artist back in 2008? <laughs> uh, they all wore that hat. Like that, that weird... The pickup artist? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had a joke in my uh in a video in a video i had a i had a video that played before i did a magic act the other night and uh, i had a joke about the mystery method oh, and so pickup artists and everything sorry you were saying about the about the theory oh, which, oh, what's my your theory, theory on my compliments? theory about compliments i think a lot of times people see people dressed like in an intense way right and they don't know what like they want to say like wow you look real like loud those are loud clothes that, but instead, but that's that's but a backhand that's a backhand but instead compliment. no they don't say loud they're like oh i really like your shirt because they got a comment because they got they're like oh i really like that hat because the hat's such a like a, right. a dominant thing that it's like it's like it's like walking on stage with one arm and not addressing it do you know how i know i was pulling it off it wasn't from a compliment it was well, I mean, first of all, there was a couple of fire emojis that definitely helped. But when I went over to my buddy's house for the first time, oh no, 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 we but, went, they, but was there a trash can before the fire emojis? Trash fire. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you. I, that took me a second. I hate that it took me this long. So no, I so I go out with friends to a bar like after they had a thing, and I show up in the hat because some people saw it. They're like, "Are you gonna wear that?" I was like, "Yeah." I show up and just everyone's like, "Dude." Like that actually looks good, and and when you say like that actually looks good, they don't want to tell you it looks good, but they're almost like we're left with no yeah, choice. Yeah, no, I, I, and I, only I, one person roasted me the entire night. And I look at him, I go, and he's like one of my closest friends. I go, "What's your problem?" And he just goes, "Man, like yeah, no, it looks good, dude. Like I know it looks good, but like I can't let you have that. Like <laughs> he, he didn't want to have me have the ego, and like I the I, little, I, and I the, love him more for the that. little De Niro dot you drew on too helps it. By the way, no one ever points out that. <laughs> That birthmark, I honestly forget I have it. <laughs> but no, like, it, I, it, I was it, so it insecure about it growing it up, but I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get it removed. And my mom's like, that's your signature. You're never yeah, getting yeah, that no, removed. No, 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 no. You have to. But I, I never really realized that De, like, De Niro has that too. He's got the little... But yeah, no, I, I got destroyed by a couple people over it, but I think it was with the love of like, God damn it, like he found something that kind of works for him. Because like, listen, I like being bald. Everyone embraced that the second I shaved it off because everyone was giving me shit about it. So anytime I see someone who's balding and I I know they'll look fine without hair, I'll be like, dude, just fucking shave it. Yeah. But like, and I've had, I had but a, there's so much like upkeep. There's, with there's so much that. No, nah, it's more like it's the insecurity of like doing it because like I'll be honest with you, the first five to six months of being bald, oh, I shaved, was I, not comfortable. With I've it. shaved my head multiple times. So just just for the record, I have. Oh, you have done. It. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. So this isn't like, and part of it is you like, only realized till recently they're like, well, this could actually work for me. Oh, well, one of my jokes is that. uh I even shaved my head and it didn't look bad. I just didn't feel like myself. Mm -hmm. I even started getting laid more. I was like, this isn't who I am. I mean, see, I <laughs> felt like that was the biggest win of shaving my head. Yeah, is definitely totally. But that's getting the joke. More. That's the joke because that's not who I am. Oh, that, you, you want to be this miserable incel yeah, who does I, comedy? Yeah, Valso. Valso. Voluntary celibate. <laughs>
uh, part of me wonders if I'm a vol cell because I don't want to go out try to get laid and discover I'm actually an incel. You know that that would mean like listen <laughs> as long as you're not like frequently posting on Reddit I think you're gonna be okay. Uh oh. <laughs> this fucking cunt bitch. This fucking, it's like, is that the comedian? Oh, Wait, it's his wife. Oh man. Yeah, I no. We're like, are we allowed? Are we allowed to say that word in like a character sense? I, you know what, me and uh, I'll throw him under the bus. I don't care because I love him, and it, it's something we do. It's a bit I do. You know Malcolm Kellner, right? Yeah. We do this bit where we do the New York accent, and we just go. It, it, we just try to. It's like the New York greasy comedy club owner who describes have like women, but he doesn't say like anything proper. He just goes, "Hey, show me a gay, show me a clam." Just like just saying it with that gross yeah, voice. Yeah, but Malcolm deep down really does hate women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does no. that. He does that whole facetious character <laughs> with Zinnasek, and you can tell that Zinnasek. He's like tall. He's got the long Fabio Dude, hair. Malcolm, Malcolm's but a fucking Fabio, like 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 Zinnasek's not nasty. Nailing it quite like Malcolm, because because you could tell Zinnasek doesn't feel that, but Malcolm, he's like, he, like you could see it in his eyes. Dude, he's really. No, I'm, I love Malcolm. Uh, his ca- <laughs> that character, that video, I think it took off. He had a what, when he did one of the uh, the woke boys where he did the whole I'm a nice guy, I'm a nice fucking guy. That's one of my favorite. Like the intensity, I was just like, that man channels anger so fucking well. And then you talk to me, he goes, yeah, hey, yeah, well, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. it's just like very, yeah, like, yeah, he's very, very neurotic, very when you neurotic. Talk to him but in as person. soon as he like is in character, the man channels so hard. He's he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, yeah I love. I was a very funny comedian. But yeah, I like, he, I like me and him will go. We'll do dueling gross New York guys. We'll just go, hey, sweetheart, show me a gash. I would uh, I would cast you as that and not change a thing. Just be like, just come and whatever. Come come as you are. <laughs> come as you. Are. Show me a gash. Show me a gash. No. I, Joey I, Diaz. It, literally, it's like a, it's like Joey Diaz if he never did comedy. It's just like the guy who's just like, hey Joey, come over some meatballs. Let's talk about gash. Has Joey Diaz done comedy? Oh, oh no, I got to cut that out. That'll ruin my career. That probably will. That more than anything I didn't co-sign else. that at all. <laughs> Big fan. And, and, I don't know about Josh Edelman. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Josh Edelman either. <laughs> um. So right, this, is, so, this is a pretty inside baseball podcast so far. I don't think it's... Well, there was a little bit just at the very tail end, but I think the stuff about you know Hawaiian shirts and fedoras and goatees was pretty universally generational. Absolutely. Uh, but so, so actual reason I had you here... Was you know because you kept asking me, uh, no, no because because uh, uh, I want to talk to you about 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 best L A foods. Ah yes. So so I'm a bagel lover. You were doing so you do like like your your thing that like kind of took you off a little bit. Sure. We, we can't say took you off. I want to say took me off. Actually, you know what did take me off? It wasn't that. What was it? It was an Andrew Tate impersonation. An Andrew Tate impersonation? Mm-hmm. I could see that. I did uh, four videos in a row. One was, and they're all- Andrew Tate after he a, ate those pizzas. It was, no, it was, it was <laughs> if, if Andrew Tate was a baby. If Andrew Tate was a baby. And then it would just be like Andrew Tate on moms. Like talking about milky time and stuff like that in the voice, wearing the glasses and the suit with the little bib on. The Andrew Tate fall is one of the greatest. It's one of the craziest falls, but also like one of the rises. You're like, one, this is the first time I saw a pyramid scheme really take off like quick and then just crumble hard. Well, it's like just really ama- hard. It's just amazing that what destroyed him was going after Greta Thunberg and that he just got thunburned. He got so, he got thunburned. So bad. I was I was saying afterwards, I was like, 
If Greta Thunberg isn't number one on Verbal Violence's roast report right now, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I'm assuming it's on Reddit. Verbal Violence is uh, what puts out the roast battle reports uh, every oh, wow. That's every really month inside the comedy com- store. Yeah. Uh, Didn't know that a was lot a- of people know about that. I don't. Uh, well, anyway. That's anyway. how out of the loop I am. But, uh, but man... Man, she just destroyed him, and then and then the whole pizza thing, <laughs> the real Pizza Gate. Yeah, well, the real Pizza Gate <laughs> was Andrew Tate ordering a bunch of pizzas to his house, ordering pizzas to his house, and then getting arrested for sex trafficking because of the pizzas that he ordered to Dude, his house. Literally on the nose, everything about it. But he, like, some of the shit he was saying, you're just like, how has no one gotten him yet for? Because he goes. Greta Thornburg, she's not even hot, and it's like, what, dude? She's like sixteen. Yeah, and it's, well, she's nineteen now, but 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 that's not what she's out there trying to get. Yeah, famous I don't for. think she's like trying to like spread her legs and go. Global warming is a big problem, which you do Albert see a lot Einstein, of that. He can't even fight. He can't even fight. He's a pussy. <laughs> so yeah, I did that. That picked up, and then when I followed up with like resent reviews and stuff, doing the food reviews around. So LA. You, are all your food reviews bad? No, you do positive ones. No, 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 no. I've given good One ratings. One of the most popular things I ever did was when I was in New York. I did. I only did it in my stories. I didn't actually make videos. Sure. Of it, but I just went around like to find New York's best bagel, and uh, and there's a lot of competition. Well, it was. I got like the most story views on those that I've ever gotten on. It's anything. a hot topic. People don't we we sleep on the bagels. But, I um, will say there are some weird places in LA that have good bagels, but like it's good bagels for an LA standard, not good bagel bagel as a whole. Well, so so okay, so I want I want to know right off the bat. Sure. Best LA bagel, okay. and then favorite just bagel anywhere. Okay, best LA bagel. It's kind of a toss-up. Uh, I'm going to go either Bell's Bagels in Highland Park or, and this one, this one's kind of unfair because it's not L.A., uh, is going to, um, God damn it, uh, 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 bre- is it is it Bread and Bagel in, uh, in Woodland Hills? Am I saying that right? Okay, Woodland it's, Hills. It's, but it's, but it's, own, it's a New York company that came to L.A., so okay. I don't know if that's fair. So- it is a... It is a gluten-free bakery that makes bagels, and I, being honest with you, it guys, and I did a review on them. The chew is there. The consistency. It's a gluten-free bagel. It's a gluten-free bagel. It's thick like a real bagel. It doesn't look like because you've seen like the gluten-free bread and rolls, and you know how fucking phony and gross it looks. This, well, and I, and I brought my buddy who's also from New York to hold the camera for that day, and I gave him, I broke him off. I go, dude, you got to try this, and he literally, it's, and he's a snob too, and he's just like, that's close. And I was like, I've never had a chew that close. Because I love Hank's, but Hank's is too bready. I'll eat it. It's open early. It's right by my work. I'll go to Hank's. I don't think it's the best in town, but it's not a bad choice. Now, what makes Bella's... So I've yet to go to Bella's just because I have trouble getting to Highland Park right now. No, that's fair. Uh, Bell's, Bell's. Bell's' whole deal to me is like, again, it's got the chew. Uh, it's solid. There's not too many options. They're, they just got it down. They don't serve coffee. They even say, they go, we want to get good. 
at one thing. And I'm like, I like that about that. They're not trying to spread themselves like some bagel places. Like, yeah, but oh, you, we'll give you coffee. We'll give this. Like, we'll do all these things. And it's like, yeah, but you just put a thing out. You just put some fucking like, like, uh, I know. But like, like I, I love how like they weren't trying Pete's to eat coffee and like a thing. That's, when you're in, that's first a, of all, when you're in Highland Park, you can't fucking do that because there's too many good coffee shops on that block. Yeah, But you just have it there. You make the extra three bucks for the person who doesn't want to go to another place to get their coffee. I think they figured out their science. They know what they're good at. And okay. it's got, it, that's like the recipe for like a great like, establishment. A shitty place. When I when I go to a bagel place in New York, it's always I go shitty for the bagel. Coffee. There's some just coffee yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like it's like warm by the time I get to it. It's like or, or no, it's either it's, no, like it's either sputtering out. It's either or, lukewarm or it's fucking scalding hot. Or, or it's burn like your mouth. I have, or it's like I have no fingerprints if I touch yeah, it yeah, anymore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, Unless you want like an external ghost layer of your gums just falling or off. Or I start That's- to think I have COVID because I can't taste anymore. Uh, oh my god. Drink it. But it's it's, it's like I can't taste it's, anymore or, it's, or, or smell or it's like you have to press like twenty times to yeah. get half half of a cup of coffee. Psh, psh, psh. But they're also like the donut shops do that shit too in L.A. where they have like the seventeen pumps to get your one cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, but um, um, but yeah, so I'd say it's Bell's or uh, if I'm saying it wrong, it's uh, I think it's Bread and Bagel. Um, I, I'm actually. What's interesting is I'm so much more curious about this bread and bagel now. It, it's like a gluten-free bagel. I tried. First of all, the first time I tried Every to go over there, girl I've ever dated in Los Angeles pretends to be gluten-free. Uh, of gluten course, into- they pretend to be gluten intolerant. Why is Los Angeles the only state in the country where people are gluten intolerant? Oh, then, I think I, I think see, I think talk, Seattle as well. You'll talk, you'll talk to these girls and be like, actually, everyone is gluten intolerant. I'm like my fucking cunt wife. Gluten intolerant. It's such a fun. No. <laughs> um, I'm just watching my career burn to, to the be, ground to be in front fair, of my the face. Last two, the last two girls I seriously dated were not gluten intolerant. They were not. Um, my my last my ex is, uh, was vegetarian, uh, choosing vegan when she wanted to be, and then realized how miserable being a vegan can be because uh, there's just no food. Uh, you're um, just eating legumes and rice all the time. Well, you can't be gluten free or soy. And, you you can't become be glute- a soy boy. You can't beta be gluten free and vegan. Because right. like your one thing is bread, for sure. So I'll say this: so the first time I tried to go down to bread and bagel, we're just gonna keep calling that until we figure out what it actually is called. Um, it, I literally hit up my buddies. I go, "Does anybody?" I like crashed there. We were drinking. I was like, "Anybody want to come on a little food adventure? I'll drive to Woodland Hills." And everyone's like, "I'm not going to Woodland Hills. We're in Pasadena." I was like, "I will drive. It's not a big deal." No one wanted to go, so I went by myself and I ate it. And I'm like, "Y'all fucked up because it's that good." I was like, "Shit." And they make other baked goods. Like they have rugula that is unreal. Gluten-free, and it's still, it hits. It's really good. It's not dry. It's got that sweetness. Their babka was kind of eh, but their rugula and their bagels, highly recommend that. So my two best bagels, and again, I haven't been to either of those places yet. Okay. Um, so If you say bagel burger, I'm going to slap you in the face. Yeah, it's one of the two. Oh, my God. It's um, not good. It, it, they, I think it's. I think it's. Wait, bagel. Yeah, yeah, bagel. Bagel broker, broker over here. Yeah, yeah. I like bagel broker. I think it. I think it. I think it's the closest of all the bagels I've been to in this area okay. of Los Angeles. Bagel broker, I think, comes the closest to giving you what a New York bagel is. Are you gonna say Bell's is your second? I haven't been to Bell's. Oh, you haven't been to Bell's. No, no, no. Oh, right, I need to say Bell's. Bell's. Um, Sorry, but but the number one for me, and I don't even know if it's still around, uh, was in Culver City, the New York Bagel Company, or Brook was it New York or Brooklyn Bagel. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Brooklyn Water Bagels. Brooklyn Water Bagels. That's a chain. 
It was really good. But it's from Boca. You you know that. Oh, is it from? Is it the Boca one? Yeah, it's the same same owner. I same think, owner. Uh, unless unless we're thinking of a uh, something different. It I'm might sure. be something. I feel like it's because Beverly different. Hills had it. Then they changed it to the Beverly Hills Bagel Company or whatever bullshit. But it was Brooklyn Water Bagel. No, this isn't Culver City. It's in. Culver. Okay, so then it might be a little different because I don't think I've had. Oh, are you talking about pop? You're not talking about Pops Bagels. No, no, no. that it's, place it's sucks. Called, it's called Brooklyn or New York Bagel Company. I think there's one in Woodland Hills, if I'm not mistaken. I think there might be a few of them. Okay. If, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, because I've heard that. That name. one was the closest to. I think they like import their water and like and all that there's, nonsense. Well, actually, one of my favorite bagels in New York City is literally called Brooklyn Bagel Company. Uh, it's like Brooklyn Bagel and Coffee Company, and it's in Manhattan. The first time I ever had it was right by UCB. Uh, I Chelsea. forgot. I forgot which one. Ended up winning my New York's best bagel, but they were all so good that it was like it was like it was like splitting hairs to pick which was what, my here in LA. Bagel. No, in New York. Oh, in New York, that that's my number one. My number two typically is uh, Tompkins Tom, Tompkins Square Bagel. Yeah, that was that was that's one a of the popular ones. That one. Was a good one. Uh, and then Essa Bagels in like maybe top Essa ten, but it's good. but it's a I little did. sometimes Essa Bagels a little too doughy. Um, See, hot one of take. the problems, one of the challenges of when I did the New York's best bagel is like I was having a bagel every day, and then you realize you're having a bagel every day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm starting to get a little like like it's like it's you feel like, a, like you feel really. Uh, it's like uh, I start my day like again. Oh, garlicky! <laughs> well, not even garlicky. You just feel like you feel like shit when you have a bagel that early in the day because, like, you're just like you have a bagel sandwich. I, I, well, thing. I also scoop my bagel. I do too, and um, I know that's. A, I know people get annoyed with that, but here's my do you thing. toast. Of course, but uh, here's the thing. I you to- know the truth is the truth is if you really want to be judging the bagel correctly, it's, it's right out of the it's oven. It's supposed to be no scoop, no, no toast. toast, just fresh. That's how. But but most that, places bagels. are making bagels all day to the fact that you're probably not going to get the fresh bagel unless you're walking in within the first couple, like the first hour of them being open. Mm-hmm. It's more or less not going to be as fresh. My favorite bagel, though, of all bagels, is uh, is, you t- oh, oh. is uh, uh, is the place I reckon Bagel City South in Boca, and I love it's the, good, and I love the it's and not- I love the mean waiters. The mean, they were actually not mean. They just weren't that attentive. They're terrible service, but it was great. Yeah, but that's part of the allure. My mom was furious. Your it was mom, great. Yeah. She was furious that's at part, me. My mom, my dad, it's like, it's what's funny about my parents is like my parents will be furious with bad service, but sometimes they go somewhere because it has bad service. Oh, yeah. My dad's like, I love it. The waiters are mean. It's part of the personality. My, my dad's like, the waiters are mean. I'm like, I'm like, you got like a weird little BDSM waiter <laughs> thing, dad. <laughs> you just want to be a kid. Kinked out by your waiter. No, I I think that you know what was actually annoying about that meal. It wasn't the service being so shitty. It, so we brought my niece. My niece is uh, just turned one. So me and my mom took the baby out. And I got to tell you something about Boca Raton, where old people you can clearly tell that either they don't have grandchildren or are not allowed to see their grandchildren, but they just walk up to you and just start touching the fucking baby. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? It's not a dog. You can't just walk up and touch its cheeks. It's yeah, weird. Like, I'm old. I'm going to die soon. I do aren't you I the cutest thing in the world? I Get do. away. Aren't you the cutest thing in the world? Yeah. You know You know what my thing about Boca is? Because uh, you know, oh, Among go, many things, please. Hit well, me. nobody dies anymore. Every time they I just go, live. Every time I go back to Boca, it's like I see all the same people. They just have more machines with them. <laughs> <laughs> the technology is... Especially... I, they, they, they say it. As, 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 as the technology grows, people live longer. Especially and Boca's got... Boca to me is like the Silicon Valley of staying old forever. 
Bo- Bagel City South is like going to an oh outdoor hospital. There's it like, really there's is. There's like little machines all over the place connected to the people beeping outside. Also, not like the oldest part of Boca either. Like Southwest AT, like that area is not like terribly old. The other, the other place you'll see like the people looking up the machines is First Watch. Oh my god, <laughs> First Watch it got really corporate looking now. It's kind of sad. I remember when it first opened, it was kind of still had that homeyish feeling. Now they just like throw the fucking kettle of coffee on your table like it's IHOP, and I'm like, oh okay. Now this doesn't feel as warm as it used to feel. All right, we've done we've done best bagel. Next okay. up, Hit me. Uh, you did you did a video on. Um, the chocolate chip cookie at yeah. uh, Bristol Farms. At Bristol Farms, yes. Now, do you think that that's the best chocolate chip cookie you've had in LA? Yes. Have you? Did you try my recommendation? Which one was uh, Bolt? No, but I, here's the thing. I actually went to Bolt yesterday before my shoot, and you didn't get the chocolate chip cookie. It was so early. I got the me and my friends split the blueberry muffin, which was fantastic. They didn't have the chocolate chip cookies. They out. had them. The, if it was early, that means they were fresh out of the oven I and know. the best. I just felt. Here's the thing. As much as I am a piece of shit in the morning, and I will eat whatever's in my fridge if it's sweet or it's or it's pizza from the night before. There was just something about like I'm gonna go do a shoot, and this is like the LA part of me where I'm like. I don't want to eat a cookie before I'm on camera. I was like, a blueberry muffin feels less guilty, even though it probably had way more carbs than the cookie was going to have. I just kind of didn't do it. I'll go. I'll now take that, it. Now, no, after, after this podcast, after this, if you have I, time, I'll take I you over there. I will happily go and, get a cookie and, after this. And you can make a little video if you want. I would, I'll, I would love I'll that. I'll hold your camera for you. Thank you. Yeah, that would be great. Fuck it. And I'll stare you down while you give your review. <laughs> adding, adding this lots, would be the most resentful lots, review I have. Adding lots of pressure. I'm uh, worried, though. I am concerned that it's going to be late enough that the cookies have been out too long. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to I'm not make that a, as judgment. I think I'll let you have this because, like, I think you've really been pushing the cookie. I'll allow it if it's not fresh <laughs> if it's listen they make their stuff every day so it's not like they're it's a cookie from last week it's no no from, it's from t- it's, it's from, from the today day. it's from today but there is a there is always a difference between when i get there early and when i get there in of the middle course. of the day but you never know maybe they make another batch maybe they're selling a lot you just but, don't know uh, i mean i think there's two types of chocolate chip cookie that i have to rate separately okay there's thin and crispy and then there's Thick not and, a fan, and you don't you don't like the thin ones. I like them because I like the ones my grandma makes. I would never go out of my way for a thin and crispy. There, I mean, well, I like the ones my grandma <laughs> my makes mom, thin and crispy. My mom, my mom makes unre like I can't. They're unbelievable, and they're they're unbelievable cold in the fridge. Well, let me ask you a question: How do you feel about sweet and uh, savory cookies? I'm a huge sweet and savory. Have you ever had my? Stri- That's part of what I like about uh, about. Um, Bolt. Bolt is I get their I get their chocolate chip sea salt. Okay, so let me ask you: Have you ever had my sister makes these and I love them? I'm upset. I could literally eat a bag of them. Chocolate chip potato chip cookies. Have you ever had that? No. It'll blow your fucking mind. Where where what are these? So it's I, can't I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm I, trying to I'm trying to lose the 55 pounds I gained since <laughs> work out every day and you can eat as much cookies as you like. Um, I don't think it works like that, but okay. Oh, totally, because I, I I literally here's the thing. I would never do the resent. Are you reduce. my example? I mean, listen, I'm I'm in a better shape than I've been since I moved to LA because I do work out and I do lift. But like, I'll say this: like, um, when it comes to like. Doing the resent reviews, the only reason like I was doing them is because like I was working out all the time and I didn't feel as bad eating all these shitty things. And I also, for the most part, unless it was amazing, I would never finish it. Mm. I would probably throw out the rest or like if it was well, yeah, uh, something I, part, sandwich. Part of why I'm excited to take you to the bolt is I never, it's too much cookie and I always feel bad if I eat the whole thing, which I do anyway. Oh, dude, I ate the entire but, Bristol Farms cookie. I fucking, 
I was covered in chocolate, and I did not care. I was like gross, dude. I looked like I've had the I Bristol. Like Farms. I ate out the Cookie I Monster's wanna, I ass. Say, I've had the Bristol Farms. I like the Bristol Farms. I prefer the bulk. So with the Bristol Farms one, I was just taken back from how bougie the place was. I'm like, ugh, this Bro, is such so like a, it's such an Erewhon vibe, and I'm like, this is gonna be fucking shit. And everyone's like, no, you. Have, my friend was like. You have to try the Bristol Farms cookie, and she's like a big sweets person. So I was like, "All right, fuck it." And I go with. I was with Malcolm that day, and I like look at him. And I know he can't eat it because he's actually celiac, so he cannot touch gluten. I, he look. He looks at. He goes. He's like, "That looks good." I was like, "Dude." He I goes, have. Uh, it's hard not to give this a good rating because I'm like, I know it's that fucking. Good. Sure, Malcolm's celiac. Another one of those fucking. <laughs> no, dude. Anytime I go with him, man, he's strict as fuck. He's not one of those who like I could have some. Like, yeah, that's okay. So here's an example, and I'll throw him under the bus. Eric Helwig is celiac, but he will break it. Like I've been out with him, he goes like, oh, ah, if I have one. I, I I remember um I like the doctors thought there was something wrong with me at one point, and I was getting all these tests, and the doctor comes and he goes, "All right, we think you might have celiac disease," and I didn't know what it was at the time. Uh, okay, so this is like years ago, and I'm like, oh my god, I was like so scared. I was like, am I gonna die? Uh-huh. And he goes, no, no, you just can't eat gluten anymore. And I was like. So, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, am I gonna die so, if I eat the gluten? No, but I can't have it. It's like, well, what's the difference? Yeah, I'll, I I think I might be celiac and lactose intolerant, and I just deal with it. I I, gen- I, deal, I generally I deal, do believe that we are lactose deal, intolerant as a society. I and, do believe and that. we're gluten intolerant as a society. We just deal with it. I mean, listen, if my shits are a little more painful than normal, I'll take it for a slice of pizza. I don't mind. Yeah. Oh, speaking, or a of, speaking of moving on to the next food oh, on God, the list. This one, this is my least favorite topic. Best pizza in Los Angeles. Are you not a pizza person? I am a huge pizza person. That's okay, why it's sad. Okay. So, I have to so, constantly make so before, myself pizza. Before I go into best pizza, sure. I want I want to define different types of pizzas. So there's okay, so there's there's slice. There's, there's like New York slice. slice. There's Neapolitan, there's which Neapolitan. is a big which is a big thing here in LA, I'd say more or less. Then there is just the pie, like like the standard New York pie. Because you could say slices, but slices and pies are different because slices sit out in the window. Yeah. Pies don't. Pies are made fresh, right? And then there's Sicilian. And then there's, um, dare I say it, artsy, fartsy, now, expensive, consider- bougie pizza. Yeah, so I was going to say the artsy, fartsy, bougie pizza. I was John and that, That's kind of like a personal. Okay, I haven't had John and Vinny's pizza good. yet. It's good. That's your best personal. I would say that's your fartsy. best personal artsy fartsy pizza that I've had so far. You'd pick that over Moza. Um, and you pick and you pick both of those over Roberta's. I have first of all, Roberta's is a New York staple. I know, uh, but they, and but I haven't had Rob- and I haven't had Roberta's in any of the places. I haven't been in New York and I haven't been here, oh, but I do okay. want to try it. I know uh, Roberta's I, would be my number good. one artsy fartsy bougie. Um. Another great one that they're trying to be more of a New York pizza, but I know they're Neapolitan because I I used to live above Roberta's in New York. Okay, uh, is LBK in Studio City? Not a lot of people talk about this place. Okay, I don't it's know a LBK. little expensive, but it when it's made fresh, they have really great pies, and all their ingredients are uh, imported from Italy, so it's like the freshest you will get. I think as far as like the closest to that, uh, that's artsy fartsy bougie or Neapolitan. I would say Neapolitan. I wouldn't call it artsy fartsy bougie just because it's just pizza. It's not like a, it's not a restaurant that serves pizza. Now, okay, now it's a, it's a it's a pizza place. It doesn't just serve like a whole menu. Like John and Vinny's to me is artsy fartsy because it's overpriced Italian food that's trying to be casual at the same time, but also overly expensive. I just I, I have like my friend took me out to John and Vinny's. John recently, and Vinny's and is I was the like, carbone of LA that you can get into. Correct. And I and I and I have, can't wait they, to go to Carbone and, and have, shit all over it. And they I, have they have that uh, spicy vodka pasta, which is like the John and Vinny. Can staple. I be honest with you? That spicy vodka pizza uh, uh, pasta sucks. 
Uh, it literally just tastes like Parmesan. I'll tell you what, I I went. I really wanted to have the Carbone spicy vodka pasta, mm-hmm. so I went online, found a recipe, made it at home for myself, and it was great. But but it was my own homemade version so of it. So in that case, yeah, it's great because you know you're not spending fucking stupid money. No, my I probably friend- spent, <laughs> to be completely honest, I went to Gelson's to get the ingredients because I wanted to get like the best ones, and like Ralph's fucking sucks. Uh, you, I would go to an Italian market before I go to- Yeah, well, I didn't, again, I don't have a car. Gelson's was the closest, but- Car? I needed. Car? Uh, my car was stolen. We did discuss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, okay, so remember my when friend, you picked me up to go to the movie? Yes, <laughs> I, well, I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't end up doing that. Um, no, so oh, the, uh, so the, uh, my friend went to Carbone. She's, you know, full blood Italian. For the record, I am not Italian. A lot of people think I am, um, but she went to Carbone, and we've talked about. I'm Italian. Italian. Food. I'm Italian Jew. Are you Italian Jew? Yeah. You're my Pizza dream. Bagel. You're literally my dream. That's why uh, my mom's fucking. My mom. If I were to pick number one pasta in the world, my mom's pasta. If I were to of pick course. number one cookie in the world, my mom's flat chocolate chip cookie. And that's understandable. Like, there's a lot of different mixed love the in there. Here's the thing. A lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, my mom's the best too." But you gotta, you gotta understand. I would have friends like come over and like. There's vid- you can watch videos on my Instagram of me take giving a tour of my kitchen mm-hmm. from home because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and I'd say to my friends, I'm, I'd like give them some pasta, and I'd be like, "All right, you can have anything in this kitchen." And there's like three fridges, like eight cabinets full of wow. food, but no more mom's pasta. And they that's all they'd want. That all they want is your mom's pasta. Yeah. And that's understandable. Like we had a friend growing up too, like his parents owned an Italian restaurant. We'd look forward to like go drink at his place and his dad would make us pasta at like three in the morning while we're all hammered. Ever, and it was like the best pasta we ever oh, had. You never got you never got my second my favorite restaurant pasta from South Florida, Thick and Thin's uh, I still haven't been thinking that and it's on my list to do. So no, here's what I was gonna say. So she went to Carbone and she was just she told me, she goes, dude, like I've had vodka pasta like a like a pasta bake you know like where they put like the mozzarella cheese and it's like vodka sauce whatever she goes i've had pizza places give me better vodka sauce and that fucking bullshit she goes it's not worth it well speaking of so um so a girl i was dating for like a year and a half mm-hmm. or d- dating for a long time uh it's a on, girlfriend on and off on and off on and oh off. okay okay um, uh situationship si- situationship uh but um for my birthday i do i do a joke about uh about being taken to nobu on my birthday the actual place i was taken was felix oh uh, yes in, uh, i've heard a lot about venice and um and uh, there's another one also in Venice that everyone talks about. I think. Well, here's the funny thing. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. Sure. It was so whatever, and sure. we we talked about how there was like this, you know, Mexican office space that like boils pasta in the sink that you can order on DoorDash at like 2 a.m. We're like, we like that vodka pasta so much better than anything we Dude, had. Dude, anybody who ever charges you, here's my theory. And I think a lot of these places don't make their pasta from scratch, and this is why I'm going to say it. If you're charging over $10 for a bowl of pasta at a place and you're not making it from scratch, go fuck yourself. Well, well, you're not getting any pasta anywhere in Los Angeles. I, I understand Let's that. Let's say 20. But, I think, uh, I, think okay, 20. So, uh, I'm saying, I think 20 sorry, I'm is the fair like, number. I'm speaking like 15 years ago. Yeah, okay. So that, let's, on, let's, that, let's, on that scale, let's, so I guess push anything 20. more than $20, you can literally suck my balls respectfully because it's not worth it. Like... The place that I think is the most worth it to get pasta for a reasonable price and it's solid is Pasta Sisters. Yeah, I like it's Pasta It's affordable. Sisters. It's from scratch. It's good. It's very much like that, very much like a fast food Rome style place because I, 
I've been to Italy, and that's kind of like the style. We just well, funny go- pasta was going to be my next one, but I think we're getting we're going to so, answer so we, pasta we, we, we first. Have to, we have to go to we have to go to pizza. Sorry, we have to finish pizza. So no, I, I want to finish pasta okay, right fine, now. Fine, while fine, we're fine, in it, while fine, we're fine, in fine, it. fine. Um, pasta, uh, Oysteria Mama, one of the- down on Melrose. Yes, mine is the the one of my top rigatoni bolognese. I had a pompardelle with uh, lamb ragu. Oh, okay. It I, fucking blew my mind. That is so. My favorite pasta in LA, same place. They just recently stopped making it, and I'm flipping my shit. So it's it's a, it's, a rigatoni bolognese. It's their rigatoni bolognese. It's it's the noodles are incredible. Mm-hmm. They're perfect al dente. Oof. Tons of meat in the bolognese. Oh yeah, they're not chintzy. I mean, like it was. It's it's literally like I would go out with people, and we'd be like there, and we'd be like ordering a pizza and sharing a bunch of things, and I'd be like. If anyone wants rigatoni bolognese, order your own because this is mine. <laughs> oh no, for sure. And then my my so my it was my roommate's mom that took us out. I I keep going back to tell them to put it back, back on a, the menu. And you're the annoying guy that eventually will get it back on the menu. I'm like I'm like I'm like I tell them I'm like I tell people to come here specifically for this. You know what you are? You're gonna be like I don't know what your father's like, but I feel like he's like this. This is the thing that happened recently. That a bunch of my favorite places just, just changed just up their menu and got rid of my favorite things. Like it's the a sad den, thing. the den used to be my favorite bar in L.A. and they just they completely, completely revamped, redid yeah, it yeah. and they redid the whole menu. And I'm like, I like this place for your bar food and your like shitty are they try- margaritas. Are they trying to be fucking fancy now? They're fucking fancy now, and it's uh, like it's like there's no more of those flatbreads that were just like good enough and had like the full ass tomatoes on it that I like. They ha- they used to have the best uh buffalo cauliflower i've ever Ooh, had you know who's got the best no more you just got the best it's a little expensive but it's the best sage okay interesting. and it means a vegan restaurant so they do it really well that's well, what you're getting like well, the den was the best but now the den is ruined i still go there again they're old their new old fashions not bad but um i haven't been there in a while but i went there for a karaoke night and it was pretty fun it's a good time um, okay, so pasta. So I would say Pasta Sisters is up there. Oyseria Mama. And then I haven't had Uvu, and I know that's one that everyone pushes, the one that's owned by Hi-Ho. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't been there, but I'm sure it's very good. Um, God, that's tough. I, I, don't order a, I don't order pasta a ton while I'm out, unless it's like, this is what we're known for. But I'd say those are my two go-tos, or Pasta Sisters and my- Oyseria Mama, which I think are respectfully great spots. I like Pasta Sisters. It doesn't like... I don't like seek it out as much. No, but when the first time I ever had it, I was like, "Wow, like homemade pasta. This is nice." Because I worked but, at because yeah. I worked for the Bastianich family in New York, so I know fresh pasta. That's the people who own Italy. They own all the like big mm. Italian restaurants in New York. I worked for one of them. It was in on Theater Row, and this is something that's going to sound really like trashy, but I promise you, it's not. It's very Olive Garden. So they do this thing called the Sinfonia di Pasta, and that you get three pastas, all you can eat. For lunch at the time, now it's probably more. It was twenty dollars for lunch and then thirty for dinner. But with that, you get either a Caesar salad or an antipasta plate, and all you can eat pasta. Two of the three would be homemade, and then one would be boxed. They would do like raviolis from scratch, pomodelli, spaghetti, um, uh, just like uh, gnocchi, nudi, like all everything you could think of. And every day you would know what day was the day you wanted to go in and get sit down and have like. And you got a limited pasta when you worked there. I ate as much pasta as I wanted. And it was like, I'm not a pasta person, but like, no one is from scratch. I only want that. And their chicken parm is the size of the plate. It's huge. Pound it out. You don't have to come with a single side. You eat that by itself, 
you don't want to eat anything for the rest of the interesting, night. Interesting, interesting. So and, and an entire wine list is the best part about the place. A full wine bottle list. Whites, reds, sparkling rosés, uh, after dinner drinks. Every bottle was twenty nine dollars. Every bottle. This is in it New was York? one of the best deals in New York at the time. Damn. I, I'm sure it's a little more now because obviously inflation. Everything's a little more now. Probably now. So I probably assume for lunch now it's probably twenty five. Well, every probably... time I go back to New York, all of my favorite restaurants have either turned into chains or disappeared. Yeah, that's kind of one of my favorite bagel spots was actually in Financial District. Went out of business. I forgot the name of it, but it that was heartbreaking coming out post pandemic to visit. Uh, my sister and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Where's the bagel spot?" And I had to go all the way to Tomskins. Not like it's a big deal, but I did it, and it was a. It f- I felt cheated. I was like, "God damn it!" There's no reason for this place to be shut down. It was always busy, but you know, shit happens. My uh, so my top pastas in L.A. Osteria Moma. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they bring back their rigatoni bolognese, their other ones are good too. But that one was just like on another level. Got to try the Papardelli, and also um, I would say their uh, Bucatini was very good. I, Generally, think this next place is overrated. However, okay, Spartina's Penne Alla Vodka is so good. Is that the place that's on Melrose? Yes, never been. It their their Penne Alla Vodka so good. I just um, don't believe in having that dish somewhere that's not like kind of a trash hole because I think that that type of pasta is a trashy pasta. I I love it in a good way. I, like I, I mean, I it's it good, there. but it's and like then, and then the third the third would be. That random Mexican sink where they <laughs> I kind of want to try this. I, I I don't know what it's called. It's just a place that that me and the girl I dated used to order. It's at around like, here. No, it's in Venice. It's like well, she lived just in Venice, yesterday. and it would just be like at two a.m. We'd just be like hungry, and we'd order, order the it, pasta, and it was just so good. That's how I found out this place in Reseda. It had might- it had green peas in it, which I personally love. Um, Dude, they fucking there was a place in Reseda. Me and my ex used to order from. It's called Guido's. It's like a little chain. It's a shitty like pizza joint, but they do uh, their gnocchi is a pasta bake, so it would be covered in the red sauce and then topped with the cheese, and then you would just pull it out and just like you know that like all like there's there's literally a pound of cheese over. Well, the another so- thing pasta. I like it does it wouldn't top my list, but I do like it is Jones on uh, is Jones Jones is great Jones Hollywood Jones they're, is great they're, okay they're, so Jones they're is spaghetti their spaghetti and meatballs with uh, with the mozzarella baked on mm. top of it really good, and they have a good rigatoni cream sauce. I, I think I've had their meatballs, which were very good. So I'll say this about Jones's. Jones, I forgot. This is the other topic of pizza. We'll go back to this eventually when you're ready. No, now we can move back. We can bar let pies. this transition into pizza. There's also bar pies. What's a good bar pie? A great bar pie I've had is um, over and under in Burbank because they have all these crazy pies. I always love that. Like I love a pie that has like too much shit on it too because that's kind of like a guilty pleasure because I know, like, listen, a good pizza doesn't need to have a ton of toppings, but sometimes it's fun. I just kind of enjoy it. They make a brunch pie on the weekends where it's like eggs, bacon, potatoes, uh, and then like a light cream sauce on the bar. I think it may, or maybe it's a red sauce and uh, cheese. Oh my God. It's the best hangover f- type of food I've ever had. And their pies are great. They have a good oven. There's a, it's a solid size. It's reasonable. I think, well, Jesus, I think it's like under, under 17 for the whole pie. So it's, it's reasonable. You're getting a lot for your buck. Okay. So, so that's a bar pie at least. So, and I would say also Jones is a top bar Real pie. quick, real quick, um, I want to ask your opinion on these things. Okay. What are your feelings on pineapple on pizza? No. No. Okay. Well, what about hot honey pizza? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hot honey specifically with a high quality pepperoni. I My feelings on pineapple on pizza is if I'm eating shitty pizza. Domino's. I love pineapple. Yeah. Domino's Do- is fast, great. Hawaiian. If you, 
if but it's you, also Domino's. Domino's, Papa John's. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting shit fast food pizza, pineapple is my favorite If topping. somebody wants to order that, I say but fine. But I don't want pineapple on... Good, good pizza. pizza fuck no but i like the hot honey pizza i like a ho- i don't think there's anything wrong with a hot honey pizza and that's more of a modern day pizza so you know what's one of the best slices i've had in, in la L- okay uh it's this place and it's funny they used to advertise outside the place and they took this billboard down but it is what caused me to go in there they used to have a sign that said like what if this is the best pizza you've ever had and you just walked right by it um, this that's place called really, that's really good. This place called Heirloom Pizza on Melrose. So I had Heirloom for the first time, and I was surprised because obviously it is a vegan restaurant. No, 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 it's not. It's not vegan. Heirloom? Are yeah. we thinking of the same place? It's not vegan. I'm pretty sure it's vegan. I'm I'm telling you, they make pepperoni pizza and and they they use burrata. It's not vegan cheese. Are we thinking of the same place? Oh no, I'm thinking of. No, I think it was heirloom. It's right by the improv, right? Uh, no, 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 no. It's 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 a little further away. It's I mean, this is this is heirloom. Are you thinking of that place that's like uh, like purple? Oh yeah, this is not the same place okay. at all. Okay, no, okay. So I never heard of that place then. Yeah, my apologies. No. It's great. I heard there's a place in downtown also. There's a dude that uh, moved from New York, opened a spot, and I've never been to it. And I always see him advertise either on Instagram. He'll like put videos up of him like showing his pies. He'll do chicken parm subs and all that. Somewhere in downtown in like some kind of food hall. And I don't know what, what it's called off the top of my head. I think the guy's name is like Danny something. And the pies look really good. I haven't been there. Uh, slices. Um, sorry, sorry, we're going down the list though. So you said heirloom's your favorite. I don't know if heirloom's. It's up there. Here's the problem. It's expensive. They charge like it's it it's it's too much money, mm-hmm. but every but like this is how they do it. First off, they're like they started making pizzas during the pandemic. Their like goal was to like make the perfect right, pizza, right. and it's really crispy. The cheese is really flavorful. They put a little salt on the crust. They put burrata, uh, pepperoni, hot honey, and it's it's really fucking good so something just struck me and i completely but it's like this. eight dollars for a slice oh fuck that get out of yeah, here I that, know. that's also and that's also what that other place does by the improv the vegan pizza place that is actually good i went there by myself and i was like saw it's a bunch of topping slices and they also had like a regular cheese i go listen this is vegan what's a slice you just recommend just like most popular they go you got to try the big mac slice and it was literally like a big mac pizza on a, on a pizza unreal unreal but again eight fucking dollars for one slice i'm like suck my balls i'm never coming back here it's not worth it enough to pay that kind of money i go once in a blue moon but i do like it enough that every once in a while if i'm feeling it i'll go there i'll get you a slice half the price that's also they really do it well yeah again it's just it's just the once in a while for sure so okay so i forgot about this place and this is controversial because it does two things very well and that's not common there's a place called slice and bagel it's in Highland Park. They make bagels and pizza. The dude who came up with the concept is a uh, he was a food chemist. So he really studied like measurements in food and what makes food what it is. And he opened up this concept and he uses it's the craziest thing because he uses like a, a compost type of foods that like he can keep reusing to make it. The crust, the sauce, the cheese, the bagels. Me and my buddy went, we got a slice each, and we split a bagel sandwich just to try it. Because it was like, there were only a couple types of bagel sandwiches. So we split it, and we looked at each other, we're like, and he, me and him will go back and forth about food. I was just like, come on. I, I didn't want to admit that this place did two things very well. 
Is it the best slice in the world? No, but it's definitely a top slice that I've had in LA. And it's not the best bagel in the world, but it was a very good bagel. Okay, how do you feel about DeSano's? Still haven't had it. You still haven't had DeSano's? Heard great things, haven't had it. I love DeSano's, but here's I discovered DeSano's is, I guess, a franchise because- It is. Because I, know that. I thought it was only this bakery pizza place in LA that was great. And then I'm in the Fort Lauderdale airport walking around, oh. and there's a DeSano's in the airport there. But is it like- It's when, the only so okay, other one I've ever so okay, seen. So let me ask you a question. Is it like, so the first time I went to Vegas on my own, I discovered there was a DeFara's in the Caesars Palace food court, and it's supposed to be like- Defaras, and it's obviously Sabaro's no. pizza with the name because it's not fucking Defara. You looked at the pizza, you're like, this doesn't look like Defara's even close. And no, it is Desano's. I have so it is really Desano's. Okay, yeah. just making sure because but, there but are they, times where some people will literally buy the rights to use the name, but they won't make the actual food. But part of part of uh, but they kind of lose part of what is my favorite part of Desano's, which is they have a little condiment bar at Desano's with like really amazing fresh chopped garlic Ooh. and um, and salt and it's like part of the best part one of the best parts of DeSano's is adding the garlic and the salt and I think listen I think that foodie culture in LA has definitely boomed and there's been opportunity but the problem is you can't argue that New York has done a few cuisines so well that it you can't put light a totally. candle to there, there, it. and I've it's yet, like you just I've find cravings here I've yet to have a Neapolitan here that tops Lombardi's I've never had a Neapolitan that wasn't like something I had in Rome. So it's like, yeah, I, well, I, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't say I've had the best because I've been to the best. You know what I mean? And, but Joe's, I and the, a slice of Joe's or Bleecker Street pizza in New York. In New Joe's, York. Joe's pizza in LA is good. It's decent. I like it's Joe's decent. pizza, it's not, it's not bad. but it is not Joe's New York. I think Prime's better than Joe's. Prime pizza in LA. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like Prime pizza. Joe's slice pizza also. in New York, different story. Bleecker Street pizza is one of my favorites as far as like a Manhattan slice. But the best pizza in New York to me is DeFaro's and Spumoni Gardens. Two okay. Of, two of the best. That's a slice? square. That's a slice? So a, oh, square. So the slice and square are good at DeFaro's, but you should I'd rather the slice. But at Spumoni, that's what you, you get the square. It's great. So here in LA, best slice I've had that resembles the closest to a slice in New York is a newer spot. It's called Esco's. It's Esco's. A, it's, off, it's off La Brea. Interesting. It doesn't look like it's going to be great. It, the slice, as far as, far as the size... Great slice. For four fifty, you're getting a giant slice. They do the buffalo chicken slices. They do your chicken parm slices. They do like your standard. Well, you, rank, you rank you rank a slice of pizza by its plain cheese. Yes, it is a great, and I've had their plain cheese. It is a great fucking slice. And the dude who owns it, he he came from he moved from Harlem, moved here, wanted to open a pizza shop. It's like a really cool story. Like him and his dad used to make pies back in the city, and he opened it up over here, and it's popping. Like it's starting to really take off. It's right. fantastic. So real quick. Best pie. Best pie best, is a is a tie. Okay, I'm curious. Best what your pie is, gonna is be. either going to be Largemont uh, Village Street Pizza. That that's one of my two ties. I wonder if your other one's also my tie. Oh, God, sorry, I'm blanking. So it's it's, F, it's a tie between Largemont and Apollonia. That's what it was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I, so I we're, thinking, we're, yeah. So bam, bam. Apollonia the, is easily one of the best pies I've had. Here's the only difference, and I'm sure this will get back to him. The owner is just kind of. He's kind of a dick at, at Village Street at uh, oh, Archbond. Village. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of he's yeah. out of his mind, and also that's kind of why I love him. But he's also that I think I take points off for you being too crazy. Literally, I saw this guy. I almost worked for him. I went up to him when I was like panicking to find a new job. 
because I saw how busy they were. I was like, oh, dude, I could probably make great money here. And he goes, listen, he's like, you're an actor. I don't want you to have to leave here because you have some kind of audition. So you either. I was like, dude, you think I'm going to be a pizza boy for the rest of life? I'm not in your family. <laughs> and then he literally is. And after he gives me this whole spiel, he sits down to take an order. Somebody walks up. He goes, she goes, oh, yeah, we heard about you. And yep. he goes, oh, were you the people who said I was a racist? And I'm like, yeah, no, this is exactly why I'll never work for this guy. <laughs> I'll never work for this man. Like, this is insane. But it's also like. Every New York pizza owner is kind of racist. I got I got really mad at them once, and I wrote a bad Yelp review, which I took, oh, which I, which you're I, one of those, which I took down, which I took down, which I took down. Well, here's what I happened. I wish you still had it so we could it read was, it. It was I was having a I was having a um, bunch of people at my house for an NBA like playoff game. Okay, and I order and I order from them all the time, mm -hmm. and they deliver to me all the time. And I ordered a bunch of pizzas for this, and then like forty five minutes later, they call me and they say we don't deliver to you. And I was like, I was like, this first off, you do. Second off, this would have been fine had if you, you just called, called me, me right like, back. Have you told me then or called me then? But we've been waiting for almost an hour for this. And now in the middle of this, while I have a bunch of people here, I have to call a new place and order. This is crazy. And what do they say? They're like, well, that tough sorry. shit. Hung up the phone. Yeah, yeah. And then I wrote, and then I wrote a nasty thing, and the guy's like, "What? I don't know about it. like call call me on me." And I just, I just took it down because I just felt bad. But I was so angry in the moment. I mean, that sort of shit. I get a Yelp review. What I don't get is people like, we waited this long and we're sitting here, blah, blah, blah. I go, oh, it sounds like you came there on a busy Friday night. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but it was just like, and I, I get that they were busy. I get that it would have taken no, a long time. No, but that sort of shit is like, that's unexcusable because that happened to me once, uh, not at a pizza place, but it's a place where I was like waiting 45 minutes to go, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I go, what? They say that, they said they're like, they're like, our limit is Sunset Boulevard. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, here. I'm half a block up. I'll walk down to Sunset to pick Deliver it, up. it to Netflix. I'll be there waiting. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so best pie, best slice. Uh, but listen, I'm, I'm giving my, I'm giving my, I'm giving them my, my wreck for best pie. Tied, yeah, and, listen, with and again, Village Street Pizza is great. It's a little expensive. Here, Esco's four fifty, but you get a slice, a slice the size of your face. So that's what I'm saying. Like you can find quality for a reasonable price. That's to me, that's a standard New York price for a premium slice. And of you pizza. didn't tell me. I told you my best bougie personal Roberta's. What's so your best bougie? So I think personal? John and Vinny's is one of those for me. And I feel like there's one more that maybe I'm blanking on that I was like. You say John and Vinny's over Moza. I didn't love Moza. I okay. Wasn't, I wasn't crazy about it. I thought it was like whatever. Like I went there once and I was like, this best is what hot honey pizza. <sighs> I feel like I had a place and I'm blanking on it. And I'm not going to say Prince Street. You'll never get me to say Prince Street. That place is fucking trash. David Dobrik's? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, I went to Dobrik's the other day. Don't tell me it was good, dude. It was garbage, man. Here's... This is this. I'll is, go down this hill again because I nearly I nearly lost friends here, after I made that video. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Fuck that. It's place. not that it's good. It's just that it's what I wanted at the moment. Exactly because because it is. It needs to know what it is. It it's was a drunk slice of pizza. It was exactly what I thought it would be, and it and it was exactly a, what I wanted. An uncooked in that moment. piece of pizza. Costco's better. I, I, no, like a like a over thick. Cheese melted on the crust. Josh, it's six too much dollars. pepperoni. It's six dollars a slice. It's, I was drunk after the comedy store. I wanted pizza. I wanted dough bricks. It was what I thought it would be, and I liked it. In that moment, Fine. you know, you know what my favorite drunk pizza is in the country. Where, if I'm wasted, and I do not like this pizza when I'm sober, but when I'm wasted. The Ray's Pizza on St. Mark Street. There is, <laughs> there is nothing better. 
There is nothing. I, better. I do have a better spot, and it is open late. No, it's it's it's. I do, I do have a better spot, it, and, it's open, and it's right around the corner. Ew, dude. You know what it is? Dobrik's is the artichoke pizza of LA. That is what it is right now to yeah. me. Because I think artichoke is fucking trash. My friend loves artichokes. I don't think it's good. It, is, like it is literally like a soup on a pizza. Fuck that place. No. My favorite place that is open late and also does really good topping slices, but the pizza itself is really good, is fucking Stromboli Pizza on 9th and 1st. I like Stromboli's also, but I, I love Stromboli. I actually like Stromboli sober. But I, 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 that's what but, I'm saying. I love I'm, it sober too, but it is but open when Ray's, I'm drunk. Ray's is just overflowing with yes. cheese overflowing with cheese and yeah, and i i can't eat it when i'm sober people when I'm scream at you at Ray's. that's a great I'm drunk, experience that's all i want but is that, that race makes Ray's. everything it just it doesn't do pizza it yeah, does it like makes sandwiches salads like it had it's like a right. it's one of those like uh fucking um whatchamacallit one of my a penn station places like yeah. that, it really just has that little like we do everything final and, and we have tall boys final 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 food uh okay. we'll, we'll okay. be quick with this one okay best burger in la now obviously there's a bunch of different types of burgers but what's 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 your favorite burger now well first favorite fast food burger favorite step up from fast food burger and favorite bougie burger so i thought in i thought sorry i thought shake shack was going to be my best fast food one then i revisited them and i thought it lacked a lot of flavor and it was very small in and out i think still kind of it won me back over i was just does it for me it It does it just price the price to quality ratio you'll never have something better as far as that price point and it feels clean you don't feel as shitty after you eat it oh absolutely not it's it's literally a clean burger their fries are fucking atrocious we all know that i inhale oh i'm gonna tell you something i did i'm gonna tell you something i did and this is i think the beauty of their fries i tried at one point so there i was living in culver city there was an in and out burger there was a rallies there was a mcdonald's and there was a wendy's like right, right, right. near me and i kept trying to experiment with getting french fries from one of the other places mm-hmm. and the burger at in and out and all the fries are so greasy at the other places that just the combo would not work for me. Mm-hmm. But the In-N-Out burger with the In-N-Out fries, you don't feel disgusting afterwards. You don't. It just kind of works. It's just it's uh, again. I have. But I agree. They, they have I'm to getting, be. They have to be animal style for me to go, enjoy them because they're not good. I'm not, not going good. to In-N-Out to just get fries. Fuck I'll, no. I'll go grab fries from Rallies or McDonald's. Man, I mean, a I don't. Checker, I don't go to, I don't go to these fries. Pla- I don't go to these places anyway. You know what my. No, you know my. You know yeah. my fast food uh my fast food guilty pleasure is which is like my favorite fucking thing in the world and it's disgusting but i love it is it just are you a jack-in-the-box guy jack-in-the-box tacos oh and i've had them they're like when you're hammered i love them when you're hammered fantastic i call i call it a fried beef envelope so you know who i had my first or actually no i call it a fried bean paste envelope <laughs> i would That's call what it is i would call it so i would call it the, the the fried serve papers it's, for your parents divorce it's a fried envelope with bean paste a slab of american cheese lettuce and garbage sauce tell, and it tastes so fucking good did i tell you who my first person i had uh um jack-in-the-box uh, tacos with who mike perkins he drove oh, really? me to the airport once, and I was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll treat you to some dinner. 
wherever you want to go. He goes, hey, let's go to Jack in the Box. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you really are Jersey trash. And we got we got yeah. food there. I literally thought I was going to be sick after. But, uh, yeah, we did. You, you are going to be sick. But after. I've had Jack in the Box drunk. I always say my they, favorite drunk they fast should put food a is... DUI checkpoint just in a Jack in the Box. <laughs> it should be it should be three oh, yeah. windows. And it's, You pay, it, yes. you breathalyze, and then you get your food. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, so my, uh, I was going to say, my favorite fast food is Taco Bell, hands down. Uh, nothing. I will never eat a place more than Taco Bell. See, I so so I used to work in post production. One of the things I had to do was QC. Like when early on, before I started doing VFX, mm-hmm. like I would be an assist, and I just have to watch all the VFX shots in QC. Sure. And we did a Taco Bell, a Doritos Locos Taco commercial. I had to watch a hundred versions of it. And I blacked out, and just like when I came to, I'd eaten a bunch of Doritos Logos tacos and got so sick. Oh, I bet. First of all, I don't get the crunchy tacos there. And I was like, advertising there. is fucked up, because it just... Just having to watch that many of one commercial. All you want to do now? I is- just, I just like, I like, just drove. I don't even like remember going there. <laughs> uh, okay, so burgers. I'm trying to think because I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't had a. T- I'm not a big burger guy. I love having fresh burgers when friends make them. I, like one of the best burgers I ever had. I'll, I'll literally call him out right now. My buddy Jarvis randomly wanted a whim. He had bur- stuff for burgers. He's like, "Does anyone want?" We're like, "Yeah, fuck it. Let's make make some burgers, bro." First of all, he had this jalapeno cheddar roll for the burger, and he did it smash style. Uh, we had the, all their basic condiments, a lot of great sauce. I think he made his own like fancy sauce. Dude, fire! I'm trying to think of other burger spots. So I haven't, I still haven't had Heavy Handed, which I know is like the spot right now for smash burgers. Like it's over in, uh, I think it's in Venice. Uh, we passed by yesterday because that's I might where have we were had shooting it in Venice. Uh, it's like a yellow awning. Yeah, with like big red you know lettering. It, I I had it while I was on mushrooms. Oh, that's and, not a fair. Yeah, but here's the funny thing: it the place smells like shit. Really? Just it smells like burger grease, basically. I don't know. I just remember being there waiting for the burger. The burger was delicious, mm-hmm. but I just remember my friend and I being like, "This is." I've never been somewhere that smelled worse. And maybe it had to do with being on the mushrooms. Okay, so <laughs> it definitely had to do with that. But we agreed with me. So, okay, so what would you say are your burger places? Because I'm trying because I can't All think right. of any at this All very right. second. So I've only had it one time, but I just remember loving the shit out of it is the Plan Check Burger at Plan Check. I don't even know what that is. It's a place. They have a Plan Check Burger. Um, plan Check? Plan. Plan Check. And Where is they that? Have, they have like this this square. It's like a ketchup square that goes on top of it. That it just the whole thing was just so good. It's in Where uh, is this? like WeHo ish area, I believe. Never heard of it. That was so good. I haven't had it in a long time. I want to go back. Um, now, one of my favorite burgers is at one of my least favorite places to be. Okay. And God damn it, do I love the Father's Office burger you know what's funny i think i've had drinks at father's office i don't think i've ever ordered food there but they are such pretentious pieces of shit well of course and i can't stand them that i go there so rarely oh yeah first off the like not seating people and just like hover and fight for your seat i it's hate like it's a, first of all that's like, a wait that's a waiter's worst nightmare is open seating with no host like just 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 like why do you have to put everyone in a bad mood to start Fuck being that. at your restaurant no. second no ketchup. And I don't want ketchup for the burger. The burger no. the burger is perfect without ketchup, but I, I want ketchup, ketchup for the fries. Ke- ketchup is for trailer trash, and I will go on record to you say that. You don't like ketchup. Hey, ketchup. I like ketchup it, it with is french su- fries. It is sugar tomatoes. It's gross. It's good for french fries. 
sure if you want to dip them in ketchup. I don't. Yeah, I'm dip, I, like, I, don't dip, I don't dip my fries. The burger. The burger is great without ketchup. I love fries without anything, honestly. And then, uh, and then I also like what's it called? Stout burger is pretty good. So I would say that would be my favorite restaurant burger. I went there for the first time with Matty Chimber, and he's a big burger guy. And we've we've we talked about this. That was a place we went to where we would just go, yeah. I like they their mozz- I like they their- got it down again. A place that knows what they're good at. They just do burgers. I think they do a fried chicken sandwich, but like mostly it is focus on the beer and the burgers, and that's and, to me uh, a good business and, model. And uh, I like that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like the they have the Parmesan crisp on one of their burgers. Ooh. That's so good. Their you mozzarella know, you, burger. I spent I spent a long time during the pandemic, actually towards the beginning, mm-hmm. trying to replicate the stout burger mozzarella. Dude, uh, first of all, people don't realize burger. getting that cheese like uh, crisp on a burger when you don't have like a blackstone is fucking nearly impossible. It, you fuck up your pans. It just becomes melded to your pans. So it's an art. People don't give it enough credit, and it's an art. You know what I don't like? Is fucking these cheese crusted burritos? I'm over it. I'm over it. It's not good. It's greasy as fuck, and I feel like shit every time I eat it. I don't know. There was a low key burrito around the corner from here, and I loved. It the went cheese. out of business though, yeah, right? Were, I don't know what the fuck happened because I heard about it and I wanted it to try so, it because they had other stuff too it that was I wanted to try. So I loved their cheese crusted burrito. The first bite, felt they were like, like one of the first people to do it next to Burrito Bomba, felt right? Like too much, but it was weird. It was they put a sign up being like we're closed for Thanksgiving, and then they never the reopened. I think they moved there was a like line. out. I think they became like a food truck again. There was a line like around yeah. the corner from there, like constantly. I don't know what happened. They were written up when I was looking for like best breakfast burritos. People were like, "Go to low key breakfast burritos." All right, I couldn't Brad. find it. All right, Brad. Uh, we're, we're reaching the, the reaching the tail end. We're reaching the end. Uh, anything you want to promote before I let you go? Uh, yeah. So I, um, I mean, I have. If you want to check out where I have shows, uh, follow me on Instagram at Damn It Brad. Um, at damn it underscore brad on TikTok. I'm also in the the midst of about to releasing a crowdsourcing for my next film. Oh, yeah. What's your it. first film? Uh, I did my first film one was when I first moved out here. It was about an influencer with depression. The second one I did feature film. No, I do short, short films. Short. Okay, okay. So first short film was about that. Second film was about basically a, a infomercial serial killer. And this third one is going to be a anti love story. It's gonna be very uh, my first real dramatic piece from uh, a lot of personal stuff but yeah uh and within the next month or two i'll definitely be dropping that crowdsource gotta check out those first too uh, oh yeah i'll send you those to you uh awesome thank I'll, you for having I'll, me by I'll the way links i'll add links to the if if i like them <laughs> <laughs> i'll add links to the to the podcast and thank you for coming on it was great talking food i got a lot of things to try out thank you for the that coffee I that i didn't have to try out before and um uh yeah this has been the Drew rogan experience oh last thing um uh, as a guest, you get you get a couple of treats. You may notice I have a thing, you know, on the Joe Rogan Experience. They have Alpha Brain here on the Joe Rogan Experience. We have Beta Brain. <laughs> uh, you know, obedience, fealty, insecurity. They're Tic Tacs. They're Tic Tacs. So you oh. get a bottle of Beta Brain, and then you also get one of my each of my three stickers. First off, we have the I Voted Design sticker that says I Farted. I want someone to choke me now. This is that, great. That's for you. Thank you. Uh, we have, I've seen this one. of course, the Jew Rogaine experience. This is going to go back on my phone. And then the one that I hope you uh, display loud and proud is the All Likes Matter <laughs> sticker. So here's oh your God. All Likes Matter sticker. Too. That's so With your fucking goatee, funny. Your oh yeah, my shirt, bald your head. And All Likes Matter all sticker. Likes. That'll 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 take you far in this town. Brad, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having and, me, man. Uh, thank you for listening. Tune in to the next episode. Bye.